0: But I was going to Toshi Station, Toshi Station, to Toshi Station, to Toshi Station. But I was going to Toshi
1: Station to pick up some power converter. Power converter. I going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. Power converter. Hello and welcome to Toshi Station Radio, where we sell power converters and talk about X-wing. We are once more out of power converters, so it's time to talk about some X-wing. I'm Matt Newt. I'm Doug How. I'm Alex Smittle.
2: And I'm Greg Smith.
1: And we have uh, returning to us Greg after uh, taking a week to go deal with uh, the Never child. Never leave but, us uh, alone
3: together
2: again, Greg. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> we, we we went off the rails without adult supervision a little.
2: Uh, <laughs> I listened. It was a fun episode. I
1: liked it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. so, I can. You uh, can leave
0: if you need to. It's okay. Yeah, you're not a hostage.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Uh, what did we all do the last two weeks? Not much. Uh, went out and played X-wing. Yeah, we got to play. Some on table X-Wing.
3: It was, it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then the next week I was really sick, so I couldn't... Uh, it was the worst part about being sick.
1: It's been fun. Uh, last time we recorded, we talked about some of the hazards in inherent in coming back to X-Wing after some time off. And I got to tell you, I bumped a lot. Oh, my God. Trying to get the muscle memory back for physically moving ships is no joke. Oh, Greg, I should tell you, I flew Y-Wings with
0: Tirfan Belly Run last week. Oh yeah, um, it never came up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just thought you should
2: know. I had four. You points just never over. flew over rocks because that's what you're supposed to do.
1: <laughs> but I had four points left. I was like, I'll throw it on for Greg. Now, speaking of bumping and rocks, uh, one of the games I played against uh, our special guest that we had uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, our father Bob Howe, who showed up to play at uh, game night with us after not getting to see Bob for over a year. That was pretty nice. Uh, I flew against him and we were playing on the map that's the, the Mustafar map that's got the, the black rocks and the red lava on that's
3: it. It's made for Legion, yeah.
1: And he brought debris clouds and I brought gas clouds. And, <laughs> and I played him on that map as well. And it, it was different. With six obstacles, we hit them 10 times because we just couldn't see where we were going. It was
3: ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's like that really old Death Star map. Oh, the one that gives you migraines from looking at it.
3: Yeah, exactly. Or that old uh, one that it was just a giant asteroid belt, so you just couldn't see. Oh, after yeah, it on yeah.
1: Or my uh, Chicago regional match. <laughs> yeah, there, there have been some uh, questionable choices of mats in the past for X-wing. Uh, also, for last episode, uh, we need to actually issue our first correction. Uh, last week's question was sent in by Emmy Award-winning news director Ryan Krause, and we incorrectly referred to him as a mere producer. So, Ryan, we apologize for this egregious error. Please accept I'm our true. apology.
0: This isn't the first time we need to make a correction. It's just the first, time, the first time we, time we made one. Made
1: a <laughs> I'm not saying I'm we haven't made errors before. <laughs> I'm saying this is the first time we'll actually issue a retraction. It's not like we're going to go back and say selfless is terrible or anything. But. But
3: it is joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> we love selfless. why bring selfless when you could bring bigs? Why bring either of those when
0: you can bring hopeful? Great so, yeah, if
2: we, if we, we need our adult back. <laughs> Yeah, we killed it. Sorry, <laughs> I, I had to adult with my child. <laughs> adult with your, we're your children. We're your children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to pay attention to four people though. Uh, but yeah.
1: speaking of local players and playing in person, uh, we've got our local spring league starting up this week. Uh, as we're recording this on Tuesday, tomorrow morning we'll be drawing our pods. Uh, we're doing our league, it's a 20-person league, we're doing it uh, randomly drafted, uh, Campaign Against Cancer style, into five pods of four, where we'll be playing round-robin hyperspace games for the first round, and then after those three games, we'll be split into four pods of five each, and we'll play four extended games, which, that's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, getting to see some new we've got some new people in the league we're getting to see our friends that we haven't seen for quite a while we're really hoping not to wind up in pods together uh well doug and alex and i'll be in it greg you are uh exiled out in the outer rim with uh the child
2: still yes Greg, yes, i will be taking greg a break
1: from <laughs> uh you get to provide oh, yeah. post-match commentary and tell us how bad we were perfect uh, or how good we were only off chance that that is a thing that yeah, uh, I'm hoping that uh Yeah, you know, this is gonna be interesting because we've also got some other tournaments coming up. So kinda getting back into the swing of things while still doing some tabletop simulator tournaments is gonna be gonna be interesting because it's like a separate a different mind space. You really need a, a different set of skills for playing online that you do in person
3: kind of.
0: Yeah, it feels weird using in person to practice for an online tournament. <laughs> it
1: does so <laughs> much.
3: It's very much an inverse of the usual experience. The- but
1: before we get into that, have uh, we been doing any non X Wing related things lately, guys?
3: Nope. Uh-huh. Just your standard video games.
1: say, so, yeah, you guys have even taken a bit of a break from uh, League of Legends lately, haven't you? Off and on,
3: like, um,
0: listen, we're not hardcore playing like we were last summer, which is when we really got hard into it. But uh, I, don't know. I, I bought Baldur's Gate three so I could play some.
1: Ah, I've been holding off on it because it's early access still. It
0: is, but I, I really needed an RPG. Um, KOTOR kept crashing. I was like, if I'm going to buy an RPG, I'm going to buy the
1: best RPG out there. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and give you... Uh, You play on Steam on PC, I'm assuming, Indeed, right? yeah. Okay, do you like tactical RPGs like the XCOM style, but with I, kind of RPG elements to them? I do. Okay, have you ever played Valkyria Chronicles? I have not even heard of it. Okay, look it up, Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, I will make this recommendation to everybody. It's an older RPG from the PlayStation 2 era. It is set in kind of an alt-history World War II, but it's got a very like pastoral, almost watercolor design style to it. Incredibly good tactical combat. Uh, fun story. It's, it's just a really fun game. It is one of my favorite tactical RPG style games. So.
0: I'll check it out.
1: I've been getting back into that. Uh, I think we can hear how uh, Greg's been spending his time.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, we actually had a really nice, uh, I think it was like four days we went down to the farm. Nice. And uh, so I've been, I was doing some farmer things with some cattle. Um, and then we went to uh, some really nice parks and got out and enjoyed the nice weather that we had after our and a Four rainy of cold stuff. last week.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been beautiful yeah. this last week.
2: Yeah, and uh, hey. let's see, what did we? Yeah, I don't know. Just got some good family time in, and uh, I've been I've been painting if I have some free time at nighttime. I've been painting ships. Very nice. Um, so I've been trying to practice and get better at that. That's been nice because that's been like what I've been using as like my relax kind of. I don't know. Your uh, word, like, activity. Yeah, decompress, kind of blank out for a little bit, and then nice. Yeah, That's
1: awesome. I've been trying to get some uh, tabletop RPG stuff set up as people are starting to be able to get back together, and hopefully, uh, I might run an online game or two to kind of get my feet back under me before trying to invite people over. Hey, you want to
0: start that? uh, Are we ever going to finish that D&D campaign we started? The one we had the first weekend
1: before COVID happened? Oh, God. That was was the worst timing. I had everybody over. It's going to be great. And then the plague hit. So, uh, It's like, we're going to be working from home for the
0: next year.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, who knew? But yeah, thankfully, this is all coming to an end. And maybe in a couple months, we'll all be back to what passes for the new normal. But until then, we've still got some online tournaments. In fact, uh, the 2021 Gold Squadron Galactic Championship Series begins this weekend uh, with the first of their tournaments, Moncala, the extended tournament. As of time of recording here, there are 138 people signed up, so there's still time to get in. You can sign up all the way through this Friday. Uh, If you'd like to get in.
3: That's That's what they seem to normally get for the American ones.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, I think it's going to be really interesting because this is an extended tournament, so it's going to be the first of that style with the new squadron packs out there. We're looking at a wide-open, untested meta. Uh, so let's go over Aces. some things.
0: Sleep, but yeah. First extended yeah. tournament. Oh, that's fair. Right?
1: Yeah, extended was high, you know, This is the first extended we're going to see with it. So uh, let's take a look at something that we expect to see. Uh, kind of put a bit of a list together of some things that might be considered... Uh, and we've mentioned this term before, gatekeeper lists, the idea of a list that is not going to autopilot its way to the finals, but you're likely to run into it, and you might want to make sure you have an answer for it if you want to progress to that cut. So we've gone over and looked at kind of some of the ones that have been popular recently, things that have placed highly, things that we've seen a lot of. Uh, the first thing that comes in the list is lists featuring the TIE Advanced V1 either six barons of the empire or five inquisitors it's had some really good performance in hyperspace recently and i think that's going to keep it as a top list in everybody's minds uh guys i know that all of us have probably run into this at some point in the last couple tournaments what are its strengths and how do you deal with it i've literally dodged it in every tournament so that's cool
3: (laughs) i do think the barons and the inquisitors are they actually play quite a bit differently um like, the Inquisitors, you kind of have to think of as five tanks walking around the board, shooting at you a lot. Even though they don't do a lot of damage, they're just nearly impossible to kill. Um, it's just a it's a huge war of attrition. Whereas the Barons definitely feel a lot more like an Alpha Strike, uh, into a pretty standard Swarm afterwards. But the big thing is, they're both, both lists are all I3, which makes them really good against, you know, lower initiative generics. And, uh, like, the Inquisitor's ability to just evade and have Force evade every turn is unreal for five ships um, in terms of, like, being able to chew through them. really
0: is. Um, yeah, I think I... Obviously, like, a lot of things that transition from hyperspace to extended are probably worse than extended just because of the more options for its opponents to have. But I think these two lists both stand a good chance of being bring just nearly as strong and extended as they are in hyperspace.
3: Yeah, like to quantify that, like, that doesn't mean that they are bad. It just means that like their power curve is closer to the rest of the pack because the rest of the pack is a little bit stronger and extended.
0: Like if they're a nine out of ten in hyperspace, they're an eight out of ten in extended kind of
3: I think that's fair. Now, I could even make the argument that they're still nine out of tens. It's just instead of the average, average being is... five, the average is six. That's fair. That's fair.
0: And I don't even know if they are nine out of tens per se, but Yeah, they're... those are just random
3: numbers. Indeed.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: Now, something else that's there, uh, you know, these are of course hard to kill, they're three agility ships. One of the thing and you're know, only four health, things that often tend to work against ships like that are bombs. Do you think there's room for a bomb list that can counter this type of uh gatekeeper? Pure bomb lists exist in
0: 2.0 anymore? Um,
1: first uh, i believe doug took one to the lima open and oh, uh that, that
0: and was actually
3: an adjusting list yeah it was adjusting list to just use bombs for he had practice.
0: tracers and missiles
3: and just <laughs> had bombs um, yeah like so but to answer the idea you're getting at i do think bomb lists are a decent option particularly against the inquisitor variants the less
0: health to bomb through.
3: And the the Baron one is an alpha strike list and bomb lists don't like alpha strikes at all. Like they want to they want to take their time setting up kill boxes and you know bombing the crap out of everything and the Barons are just going to fly in and one shot something with their four pockets and then be up enough that the bomb damage isn't going to be relevant. Also mm-hmm. like extra bodies make it easier to bomb, but it also means you have to bomb more in order to win the game. So
0: that's like, that's what I was trying to get across. You said it better. Okay. okay. The, there is more barons to bomb through than there are inquisitors. So. Um, uh, I don't know if building out yep. to specifically counter a gatekeeper list is the right idea. throw that there.
2: Right. yeah,
3: I think you really want to build your list in a way that you th- you think that it will be good into the meta and it doesn't auto lose to gatekeeper lists.
1: okay. Another Imperial list that we've seen a lot of, and actually not so much a lot of, but we've seen spotlighted, was what won the Aces Championship, old uh, Commissioner Goran and his Merry Men. That one of uh, Goran in the Inquisitor with the I-3 strikers that have Disciplined and Thermal Detonators, was it on them? Yes. Okay. Uh, That just won a major tournament, so we're probably going to see a lot of it, because people like to latch on to what recently won
0: this list feels like one that's a lot like way more the range between its uh level in extended and hyperspace i think is bigger than the the advanced v ones if you know what i'm saying like so if the the yeah it's also eight this goes from a nine to a
3: seven kind of thing yeah it's also a lot bigger question mark because we've only seen one person run it one time like Mm -hmm. this very well, could be a case of this dude knows exactly what he was. Uh, Catillo, is that who it was? Yeah, yes, yeah. Like, uh, Steve Catillo could just be amazing at this list, and it's not actually an A tier list, he just flew it that well. We don't know because we just don't have the data,
1: right? But I believe that because it won, we're probably gonna see quite a bit of it. We might see uh, a lot of
3: it. Well, it's we did this, possible, we saw that? that's that's not nearly as big of a thing in second edition as it was in first edition. Um, like even like when Ollie won the one world's. That list wasn't super popular afterwards. And that was a much that was a much easier list to fly than this one.
1: Yeah. When SpamTex won, we saw a lot of people flying it, and a lot of people flew it badly because there were a lot of Spamtex lists that wound up in the O and two brackets. Because people anyway, like jumping onto do. something that, you know, you know th- this is a winning train. I'd like to jump on it, but they don't necessarily fly it right. I'm guilty of that myself quite a bit. So, but it the thing about so
0: this is this list flies so differently from every other list. Yeah. It's going to require yeah. the reps, and if people try it out and they can't get the hang of it, they might not stick with it either.
2: Yeah, I definitely think that people are going to latch on to the maybe the Gorin plus thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, plus something else. Mini swarm, swarm. Um, maybe not necessarily uh or yeah, striker. Um, but they could just add something else, and that's kind of what happened with Nantex too. The people that kind of strayed away from uh, the usual Nantex list, I think, kind of hurt themselves. So we'll see. We'll see how it does. I, I, think, I think, think it's good. Think I think the people... striker
0: version is the best version of the list. I think for sure.
2: Yeah, um, it might be. Yeah.
0: Also, in the same vein, we can run into mm-hmm. Nash lists in the same vein as this kind of thing. Uh, yeah interceptor plus mini swarm supportive interceptor plus mini swarm i i would feel comfortable lumping those together as a archetype.
2: and there's been enough time since that event and now that people have been experimenting the stuff has come out in purse i guess it was out in person like a day before this last one but yeah so if people have been practicing in person people have been practicing on the internet You know, so people have been throwing stuff together. Maybe somebody's found a different combination that'll do just as well.
0: Indeed.
1: Okay. I just had to look at something because I thought, what can you fit in there in Extended with Nash or Goran? And the answer is seven Academy pilots. But then I was looking at it, and I realized that Nash only works for one ship per turn. He's not like a warthog.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: So that...
3: I mean, how often are you actually losing two ships a turn? that's a, right, uh,
1: that's the thing. But for for some reason, my my brain, because I've been flying against the warthog list so much, uh, was thinking that Nash worked like warthog, and I thought, oh god, what if I actually had a full tie swarm to go with him? <laughs> Thankfully, no, that's not a thing. But so even still,
2: out. you know,
0: hear me out. You bring Nash, you bring like four academies, and then you bring Aiden and Howl Runner, too. Ow. Boom, we did it. Now how now Howl Runner has two get out of jail free cards. <laughs> oh good lord.
1: I, <laughs> hold on
2: well, that? Nash doesn't work
1: Nash does Goran is the one that you have to be lower initiative than him oh okay Okay. you have to drop it to three academy pilots because Aiden well, is still 40 still, and Howlrun is 44
0: that is true um, but so you also could you have, make
1: those
0: you make them the named ones if you can
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah. Can, you can and name some of
3: those academy yeah. if you don't do Aiden oh uh, easily like, Iden's really good, obviously, but if you have Nash in the list, her ability is not nearly as important.
1: Yeah, you can absolutely run uh, Howl. Nash, Howl Runner, and five Academies.
3: There we go. That's where we're at, then.
1: Eh, not a bad thing. Again, uh, we said a lot of people too. don't <laughs> like Flying Swarm, but...
3: Oh, this is just something I just thought of on the spot. But, yeah, uh, I, I think the big problem is that Imperials, like, particularly Imperial TIE Swarms, just feel like they're missing something compared to every other Swarm. Like uh, I mean, you get the Howlrunner rerolls, which makes your offense really good, uh, but, I don't know, like, Sinker Swarms put out equivalent damage, but they have a much tankier Howlrunner equivalent, and a tankier TIE Fighter equivalent. And like, They trade
0: off the pilot skill, named right. pilots at the end, yeah. uh, right. but that's mostly offense again, with the named TIEs.
3: Yeah, um, but, and those are usually six ship lists instead of seven yeah. or eight. Um, I don't know, like, I, I would love to see the Imperial Ties swarm come back. It's an archetype that was briefly here at the beginning of second edition and has disappeared again, and, you know, it's it's iconic, so it would be neat to have, but I feel like it's just missing a little something.
0: Yeah, like the Six swarm does everything better, just like the Sinker swarm does Um, the Warhawk swarm. Like, it's just a a or swarm and everything else.
1: It feels weird for me to say, but... I agree with you, Doug. I'd like to see the TIE Swarm come back. I think this year of playing on Tabletop Simulator has made me respect the Swarm now that I've flown enough different variants of Swarms. and It's also I... a bummer.
3: It's been gone during the TTS era, where it's a lot easier to fly Swarms, and, you know, there's no... I only own five TIE Fighters, so I can't run this, and that sort of thing. Um, Very true. I don't know. Like... This is kind yep. of a different topic, but like one of my biggest problems in second edition, I think going forward is going to be the original three factions are going to end up feeling really bland compared to the newer ones because all of their stuff is already out, and they can't—they don't have any room for new, innovative ships. And I think the TIE fighter is a a big problem trout there. Like it's it's so basic that it it really gets left to by the wayside compared to other swarm ships.
0: The TIE fighter was probably always screwed, though, because it's in the core. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, But I do see your point, and I tentatively agree. Mm
2: -hmm. So, you say say that. um, So, the TIE Fighter is super basic, but they have come out with these new packs and stuff that have revamped these older, not so competitive or bland ships. So, is there anything in the future do you think that they could do
1: Oh, absolutely. To maybe do,
2: like, I I don't know any of the, like, any of the uh, different variations of TIE but maybe they could do something or add new pilots that would make it to kind of uh, make that that eight-ship TIE Swarm fun again or shiny and new.
1: Right. And I I absolutely agree. I think there's a lot of room as there's still... Lucasfilm is still just churning out content for Star Wars fiction, they could easily have another Battlefront 3 game with more named TIE pilots or things that come up through squadrons or a lot of this extra stuff they're adding to the canon can always be reflected there. Uh, The TIE Fighter by itself is exactly that. It's a a very simple, very basic ship. But from the beginning of 2.0, they have wanted to try and spotlight the ships that we saw on screen in the movies and the TIE fighters is definitely a part of that. It's the Imperial ship as things go on and expand though. You find that people often, they, they like the, the shinier things they like kind of that rare thing. I'm glad we haven't seen jump master dominance like we did in first edition, but there's, there's definitely room for the ties out there. Uh, it's from a competitive standpoint though. He's just talking about from a, yeah, um, I, I think there are ways they could make them competitive. Oh, I mean, no, not I'm not talking, talking
3: about anything. competitive. Just, ah. Yeah, I'm just talking about the ship being interesting to play. Like, if you take it, yeah. something very similar but different is the mining guild tie, which yeah. also came out to be in second edition. It's just a tie fighter, but it's more interesting because it has an ability. Like, there they can add pilots and stuff to kind of give it something. Okay. But like, well, the... you could
1: do something like a one point title stand or one point configuration standardized inferno squadron tie. And just give it one little tweak or one little ability. That's what has to happen. You
0: have to give it a, you give it a ship ability through a configuration.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I think that's the thing where yeah. you point out that the, the TIE fighter seems where it suffers is that it is one of the few ships that doesn't have an inherent this makes me special ability. In fact, no, I think it the might TIE's be. TIE
0: just an example. X-Wings don't have a chassis ability. Uh,
1: they do. Well, servo motor S-foils. That's an upgrade card. Right, but, but it's but, free, so it's effectively stable to me. You see what I mean? It's the idea that... see that?
2: I can see that, that. You, can Yeah,
3: see that, every, every other made, ship... He's not really derailed from the actual point. The point, like, the <laughs> point
0: but Doug, and Doug and I have talked about this quite a bit, um, but like, his point is that the original three factions are going to suffer creatively with game mechanics because they're already uh, out. And without releasing more of these fixed packs, which actually is going to be money, um, the, those original factions are going to be stale quicker and for longer because the conversion kits release the whole faction that's at true. once instead of yeah, the fighter is actually a poor a little example little because it
3: should be a pretty simple factions. ship like it, it is like that's just yeah. what it is. it is the basic ship um but and i'm like we can really dive into this later if we want but something like um like the a Kyra- jump master is a Kyrax. perfect example or the kirax yeah um or the the Skurg or the k-wing like these these ships that are admittedly pretty deeply extended universe um and maybe never would have gotten the standard re-release but uh, a lot of them suffered a lot from the transition from first to second edition and because they had to design everything at once there's only so much they can do with those ships and uh,
0: like you can never fix the Jump master's dial
3: like yeah
0: those maneuvers are printed on there forever
2: yeah that's that's, that's true. true yeah that you bring up the skurve just like super depressing i know that he <laughs> you know i know that it was the whole 1.0 treatment, like everybody, you know, and and I, I was guilty of playing them you know, in 1.0, but <laughs> so you, 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 you really got, you really got wrecked in uh, 2.0, and I would say that I have never played a Skurg in 2.0, and I don't want to. Yeah, I know,
0: I had a blast. It was a bad list, but I had a blast.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like I just look at it, and I'm just like, I get it, it's the same ability, but medium base. You're kind of like, I. I don't know. It's just awkward to me now. It's I don't know. You remember. mentioned
1: that the Skirk is one of the few ships that went to a medium base and felt like it suffered. Everything else that went to a medium base feels. Felt better? Right? Anything that
0: went from large to medium feels
1: good. Anything that went from small to medium is an objectively worse ship. Not really, actually, because. The K Wing feels good. K Wings and Punishers, you have bombers you that can it, get further away now.
3: But if you compare the K Wing from first to second edition, it's completely different.
2: Right. It, oh, yeah, be a, it is not right. at
3: all as good of a ship as it was in first edition. And it shouldn't be right. for the record. Yeah, Like yeah. everyone agrees like, right literally now. everybody.
2: In, in my it. opinion, I fly it and it's fun and it's not crazy overpowered and stupid. And, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Miranda looking at you.
3: <laughs> yeah. But like, that's a perfect example is I, some people really loved Miranda in first edition and there were probably people who loved it for a reason other than she was busted as hell. But,
0: oh, yeah. no, no one Miranda but Miranda never will ever. never
3: be anything like she was in first edition. And a large part of that is because they had to the designer right at the end of first edition. They couldn't wait a year, a year and a half, see how the game was developing, and then re-release oh. the K-Wing with new design ideas.
2: Wow, I see exactly what you're saying. Right. Yeah.
1: So that, that would have been interesting. Had they decided to oh, do man. conversion kits in Waves? Or just that, not do conversion kits at all, just re-release.
3: Oh, that's super depressing. Yeah, because yeah.
2: So the yeah, thing because is, you could have had so much potential and yeah. waiting to see what 2.0 evolved into. Now, to be fair, and, then, uh,
3: and yeah. I am included in this, people would have been outraged if Every they did not convert enough. Every- people people hated that they had to spend $50 to convert their current ships. If you told them you're going to have to wait years to convert this ship, and you might not even ever get it if it's an extended universe ship, they like they would have lost even more players than they did converting for right. the second edition. That's true. But, in hindsight, yeah. it really does limit what the original three factions are going to have.
2: Come out with a Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. Where yeah, they re-release 100%. all
3: the ships and phase out the conversion kits—that's a possible, that's a
1: possibility down the road.
2: Mm-hmm. Could be. Uh, Interesting. Well, what a tangent! Yeah, and <laughs> lassoing
1: us back from this tangent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and so anyway,
3: swarms anyway, aren't going to be good in extended. Don't fly them. Yeah, okay. please don't.
1: Like, really, just—it's
0: not worth your time. Can see all your games and take a nap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sticking with the Imperials, uh, we're gonna see Defender Vader on the table. We're gonna probably see a lot of Defender Vader on the table. I disagree. Really? Yeah. You don't think so, he's gonna be the new hotness that everybody's gonna no, jump on?
3: Absolutely not. People hate him. They think he's ridiculously overcosted. And I mean it's I could be wrong, but the data point that we do have, which was the Firestorm Firecast tourney or whatever, it was like a hundred and fifteen person tournament in Europe. Uh, there were zero Defender Vaders, really? Like in in the whole tournament? Yep, not a single one. Most people think he is grossly overcosted, like twenty five points overcosted, yeah. kind of thing. Um, now no. I can guarantee you there won't be zero, uh, <laughs> but I don't think that he will be super popular. Now that doesn't mean that you might not still want to plan against him.
1: Yeah, um, you kind of have to because he's a
0: hundred fifteen point gorilla. You can say, hey, I'm going to dodge the matchup, but if I don't, it was an off day. That's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> or you could say hey i need to be able to beat defender vader and the rest of the field and be smarter than me at building lists
1: <laughs> okay so has anybody here put defender vader on the table yet yes and how does he fly i mean how, how is he as a ship is he worth he's 115 a, points
3: yes he's a first edition ship in second edition is the the best way i can describe it like he is
0: he's ghost fan and a defender
3: yeah, I mean, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but he is, he's a 1.0 defender, like a push the limit Vessery or Ryad is what Defender Vader is. He has full mods on offense and defense every single turn. He still has his white 4k. He has the boost now. Like uh, Defender Vader is an absolute monster and it's ludicrous if you are crying for him to be brought down 10 to 15 points and you haven't even played with or against him in a competitive capacity.
2: Oh. because
1: i have played against him now granted it was an experimental list that used the tie defender elite title which i think there might be a place for it just takes it turns the defender into a totally different ship and i don't think anybody's going to put it on vader because that free evade is what vader defender is going to be like, uh, i think it doesn't,
3: doesn't cost points at minimum it is not going to see play yeah, like the fact that you have to invest points to then invest points to then be a less defensive ship is crazy,
1: I do have to say though the uh the that double tap ability. I ran against uh one of our local Aaron Steedy, who was flying Vader with Prockets and the title, and getting double tapped by Vader with his normal attack and Prockets really hurts guys <laughs> that, oh that just that that felt bad, but i I don't think it's the most efficient build. I think uh it's gonna take ah. You're exactly right. As long as that that configuration, I keep forgetting, it's not a title; it's a configuration. As long as that costs points, it's not going to see a lot of play. But Defender Vader is going to be out there, so uh, be be wary. There
0: uh, will be at least one. I promise yeah. that. Pretty <laughs> mysteriously, uh, a broken leg Friday night and couldn't play in the tournament.
3: <laughs> I don't need my uh, legs to play X Wing. That's very. I mean, you just might still <laughs> be
0: in the broken leg room. I don't really know how hospitals work. Um.
1: Broken leg. <laughs> Have you never uh, gone to a hospital, Alex? Oh, no,
0: I've I've broken multiple bones in the same, like, week. So, (laughs) I've been to a hospital plenty of time. Okay. I actually got to know one of the nurses at the Children's Hospital in St. Louis quite well due to the winter of getting rammed in the legs by a person on a toboggan and doing a 180 and landing on my head, falling out of my loft bed and uh, wrecking my ankle, and then wrecking my ankle in, like, a schoolyard... Finger fencing
2: fight. So that was on the span of finger a month. finger fence? So finger, uh, you said toboggan and finger fencing. <laughs>
0: toboggan is like a sled, but like you're. Know, I know, I know. 18th century colony, <laughs> <to do laughs> <a long laughs> North St. <Saint> Louis County. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: <laughs> but um, oh my god, I'm,
0: I'm not gonna get into finger fencing. But the point is, I went to the hospital three times in that month. I got to know the nerds <laughs> in that emergency room very well. Um, that was my point.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: I'm dying over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Doug, you mentioned the Firestorm um, tournament. Uh Django Zam did rather well at that, and we've seen quite a bit of it pop up since it was released. Uh I thought it was gonna be just popular, but you actually have reported that it did really well.
3: Yeah. Uh so yeah, at that same tournament that there were zero Defender Vaders, uh there hope... were four Django Zams in the top sixteen and a fifth in the top twenty. Uh two of them made it to the top four and one of them won the whole thing. So uh, I definitely think it's a list that you still need to be aware of, and like this is probably the gatekeeper list to me. Like this is the list Agreed. that you you should expect to see, and you need to have a plan against.
0: Agreed. Do it a lot, or like by extension, the Zam Grievous nexus kind of feels it's a different list completely, and it flies differently, but it fits in the same kind of mold.
1: Right, yeah, Z- Zan Wessel, either as pilot or crew, is still, I think, one of the most pivotal cards in the format that you have to either play or play around.
0: Um, you set to expect it and not shoot your modless soon tier into a boss who has it. Oh, <laughs> um,
1: uh, you—that's still your your finest stream moment, isn't it?
0: I my finest stream moment was tractoring a soon off the board with a quad jump.
1: Yeah, why do you hate soon tier fell so much, Alex?
0: Well, he's very cheap. <laughs>
1: and <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> justice for soon here
0: also i don't like losing to aces so i build lists to kill
1: aces i can see it uh other consistent gatekeeper lists uh five x-wings it's simple certain people who shall remain nameless uh don't like the idea of generic spam but this is what peak performance looks like it is uh a solid list.
0: <laughs> I did not expect to hear that meme on our podcast. I did not expect to hear that on our podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't actually expect. I don't know if we're actually going to see any five X wing. Um, I just don't know what the if the meta is going to support it. I haven't actually paid much attention to tournament results lately. I'm
2: still debating punting to it because it's solid. It's we seen five X in uh, uh, extended yet.
0: Not that I can think of.
2: Uh, there were a
1: couple of them in uh, the Alpha and Sigma, or Alpha and Delta, and some of them did reasonably well. It's it's a list that I think can make it but to it, the cut. Not even necessarily Five Max, but
0: those kind of hard jousting lists you have to be prepared for in every mm-hmm. turn. Um, that for the Rebel Beef uh, in its fourier forms that still exist, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, those lists, including Five are definitely a gatekeeper. If you get out jousted hard by a hard jousting list you're probably not going to make the cut.
1: Yeah, The the fact that you can fit five of the Initiative 3 Red Squadron veterans in there uh, runs into a lot of what you mentioned with the Barons and the Inquisitors. At Initiative 3, they stand a very good chance of initiative killing lower initiative lists. And it's not easy to one-round an X-Wing with most ships out there. Uh, against low ship count lists, you're not going to do it. You know, one that I'd like to talk about very well could do it with
0: a low ship list. And it's not on this list, but I want to say it's a potential gatekeeper as well. Okay. It's the Fenbosk combination list. We saw four of them in the Alpha or in the Aces tournament, including me. Um obviously I was the only one ran Kanan. I there's a decent chance that's people have latched onto that. Um but even if they haven't, the Fenbosk lists put out an absurd amount of damage for two ships. Um and if you can't stand up to that you might have a hard time as well.
1: True, true. Uh and that's kind of a weird thing. I know we've mentioned nerf version, but the opposite is a thing that when there are lists that do well, people latch on to them for a reason. I mean, everybody loves a winner. So,
0: and uh, th- like there was the reason I brought it up is not just because I did well, but there were other very similar but less optimized versions of the list in the last tournament. So it's possible that people saw all the variations, saw that mine did the best, and like, oh, I want to fly fed Boss Canaan. And then that happened. Hopefully there's just one. I really right. hope there's just
1: one. Well, it's, it's also because well, it's you. You're like that meme of you know Alex loves Fen. Alex loves Bosk. Alex has two hands. <laughs> just fly both of them.
0: That's true. But I really hope nobody else does because it sounds awful to play.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine how stressful flying that into the mirror must be.
0: Um. So the last time the time I played the mirror, it was Nom Lum instead of Kanan. So even though I didn't have the bid, I uh had a better third ship (laughs) very true Um, Uh,
1: but then also uh kind of going back to the rebels there the rebel a-wings the new ones they are making an impact uh and i think they're probably the the standout from the new packs you got hera you got ahsoka sabine wedge uh the other one you know they're Oh, great. Now, what is the other one? Sabine. The other one. Derek, Javi, Clivian. Javi. Yes, Javi. That's
0: right. Derek, (laughs) and
1: That's right. They're they're all great. I mean, I, I have had in one tournament, I had to fly against all the new A Wings, and both with and without the configuration. I know I was kind of down on that configuration initially because it took away that linked boost, but man, a good pilot such as Bob Howe can use that to really good effect. Bob absolutely had Hera dancing all around the field, and I couldn't catch her. That is a good, li- I mean, it's a, it's a good ship now. Rebel A-Wings are rescued from the trash heap, and
2: ah, I, I think even in Extended, they're powerful.
1: I,
0: I
2: People are still flying Hera, I thought, after the... Illuminati ruling. Oh, yeah. her hair, done. Um, yeah. We're bringing four like, now. You know, who wouldn't like to just yink over a token at range two because you got blocked and you don't know how to fly good or, you know. Oh, uh, great. You know, who who, who wouldn't I want really to play that about game? this?
0: And it was amazing. Can I scroll back far enough to read it on the air? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, uh, you know, there's an interesting thing about that. And I know people have objected to, hey, the judge community has made a ruling without AMG saying something about it. I did a bit of rules lawyering here, and while I do not disagree at all with the current interpretation, I would have come down on the much more restrictive version of it, that the decision to use Hera's ability triggers at that stage two when you become the attacker, and that's your opportunity to say whether or not you're using Hera. Now, that is not the current interpretation, and I'm totally okay with that, but I'm just saying, people who think this is unfair... It could end up harsher. <laughs> yeah, it could end up a lot harsher right. if people yeah. read the, the rules exactly. And
0: if AMG rules that way. like
1: There's mm-hmm. no no reason that
0: AMG won't rule that way, other than we have no clue what they're going to do.
2: Yeah. Sorry you don't get to use the focus for your pockets because you got bumped. But every other opportunity that you have <laughs> while defending or attacking, don't worry, because you can still do it. Yeah. It's yeah. still just... And I'm hating on this, by the way, but I'm going to fly her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. But I am hating on this very specifically for a reason. And it's just absolutely ridiculous that anybody would... I don't know. It's, it's. I love it. I, I love it. Love it Greg. I'm yeah. pretty sure
3: 100 percent of people who are complaining are complaining because the shtick that they wanted to run got ruined by it, like, which was right. the
1: yeet them the focus so they can fire their prockets with a target lock, and
2: you can still uh, you can still it, take it, a focus and yeet her target lock. Did they know that there's another ship and another a wing that I don't know you can give an action to even while you're stressed and it only costs you two force tokens? Or a hawk who just
0: eats focus tokens at the start of a cage. Oh. Or
2: yeah, and a crew I mean, that you can put on that that the hawk, and then give there's them an wing
0: that
3: lets you share focus tokens. There's the an <laughs> X wing that lets you share focus tokens. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a U wing that does something with focus tokens.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, just put some tubes into the list. <laughs> Why did you mention the tubes? if I wanted the to. This
1: podcast
2: has
0: gone off the rails. I set up this entire Tosh Station podcast for that moment.
1: Uh, <laughs> no more tubes. We have sufficient tubes. Uh, I really do think more. the
0: Rebel A Wings are strong. And I expect, I, I I keep, luckily, I keep dodging these high ship count, high agility lists to play against just aces, which is cool. But um, I don't want to play against the Rebel A Wings, man. They seem hard. <laughs>
2: and they, they are. Their synergy is insane. Yeah, really- I've flown against a Even lot of them. Yeah, even if you just fly the ones out of the box, it's just insane. Like, oh, I guess you only have two other ones to choose from. But, like, if you fly five of them out of the box, they're synergy together, or you put Jake in there. Hey, another A Wing has a focus focus token. Yeah, weird how he (laughs) forgot about Jake. Like, it's crazy. Like, you're just like, oh, I did this. Oh, my other A Wing will support me. And I love it because i have always been an a-wing fan and it's probably one of my top five favorite ships just the way it looks it's always been a favorite Agreed. so i love that they're good now but like just after everybody talking like it's just crazy like they're still good they're going to be good and i would expect for them to be very popular and do very well this week yeah
1: speaking of right out of the box uh First round of the ACES tournament, I came up against Matt Philippi, and he was running Sabine, Jake, Wedge, Ahsoka, Hera. Nothing on him, 197 points, and just the sheer synergy you have from Jake being like, well, I'll go ahead and boost, and that needs to focus over to Hera. Hera's now got two focuses on her turn, and goes this way, it's just, you know, focus and evade. And then Ahsoka is going to give someone else an extra focus, and just whoop, 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 whoop. It's oh ridiculous, God. and it's so good. I mean, they still have to fly well because you're still dealing with, in most cases, a two-die attack. Wedge is theoretically higher because of his ability, and Sabine's a little more accurate. But, yeah, those are a pain. It's, it's not even the death of a thousand cuts. It's the death of five very well-aimed short-range punches.
2: I'm hoping to see Wedge and Sabine in maybe two other ships or maybe Wedge, Sabine, in a thick ship. I I want them to do good. I, if I see them this week and I'm rooting for them, like, because I feel like Wedge and Sabine are super fun. I love that Wedge's ability is almost the same as his other ability. I and know. I love Sabine because she's super thematic and well, she breaks everything that she goes into. And so, like... <laughs> It's just, I want to see them do good because they're not Ahsoka and Hera. Because we know Ahsoka and Hera are good. I would love to see somebody like just go knife fight with those two ships because I just love them. Mm -hmm. I just think they're amazing. That's what I hope to see. I think that Dash, I I think Dash, Ahsoka, and Hera is a winning list. Hold on, can that fit?
1: Oh, why is that? And you can put
2: crockets on both of them. And you can put... Uh, I have, uh, a- I've
3: been looking at a Lebo Ahsoka hero list.
2: Which is very- so, which is good too. Uh, so what I had was a dash and Hera, or Ahsoka because they're both initiative fives. And so you can choose who moves what. But I was doing an Ahsoka movement and then giving the action for dash to barrel roll. And then uh, he can move. And um, he can also have his focus because of hero. So it's silly, but it was – so I was trying to – a little backstory. You guys all know this, but maybe the listeners don't. I did absolutely terrible with a Dash, Jake, and generic E-Wing at the Missouri Chlorian a couple of years back. Um, I thought that Dash was going to be a sleeper because of his points decrease.
1: Say, oh, yeah. This was after Dash had just come down from being 100
2: points, right? Yeah, so I thought he was going to be a sleeper, but he didn't have very good people to run with him. Um, And so Dash was obviously a hard hitter, but your other two couldn't really keep up. You know, they would go after them, and then it's just Dash getting eaten down. But if you have... Oh, you could probably put Jen in that list, can't you? Yeah, Yeah, you probably can. So... You know, you always have the evade for dash, or you have a focus for dash, or whatever. Because the hard part is getting your four die with target lock and focus. So Hera kind of makes that up for that, and then Ahsoka can give actions. Like I would like to see Hera.
0: If Hera's thing can't work, Ahsoka can at least get an action for dash if you really need it, kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Right. Yep. That's yep.
0: yeah. Also Han as well.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. yeah. I've I've been looking at uh. Hera, Ahsoka, Han as a a potential list as well. But speaking of potential lists, uh, for the three of us that are going to be jumping into Montala this weekend, what are we looking at flying? Uh, Doug, you've kind of hinted at it already. You want to give away your master plan?
3: Uh, Yeah, it's a TIE swarm. (laughs) Uh, no, it's uh, it's Defender Vader, uh, with Echo specifically. Um, really good choice, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Vader with Prockets, and then Echo has um, Lone Wolf, Afterburner's fifth brother. But Doug, why Echo? And like a seven-point bid. Uh, so the big thing with Vader is that uh, his biggest weakness is High Ship Counts. Um, like, the only time I think you can make an actual argument that he's overcosted is against, like, six and seven ship lists, because then it is actually impossible for him to not get blocked, and that many shots will probably burn him down. Uh, so, you need something that is good in two swarms, and I think in the points that you have, Echo is the best option. I wholeheartedly agree.
1: Okay. You know, that's, uh, again, when I flew against Aaron and the uh, his Vader, Echo was the... The wingman, although not with Fifth Brother, which uh, how, what's the points between Echo and Whisper? A lot, a lot. As in, you could yeah it's over you, a ten, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say you could drop you could you could drop Fifth Brother to run Whisper, but I I don't think the that's, that's the right Echo call.
0: Echo swarms than Whisper, and you don't yeah, need like, to worry about being better than everything else because that's what Vader's for.
3: I could yeah. run Lone Wolf, Fifth Brother, Whisper instead of Echo if I wanted. Uh, you lose the bid, which I think is important. Oh, um, yeah, really,
1: you really need the bid there. It's oh, yeah. nine
2: points.
3: But uh, also, Echo is really good at baiting people, and like chasing around a cloaked phantom is great for me, especially when I have Lone Wolf <laughs> and, and innovate Evade. Like, um, so and uh, a little bit of history about me: I flew Echo uh, just a butt ton in first edition, <laughs> a large butt ton. Yeah, like, you know, uh, Sir
0: Mix-a-Lot style butt
3: ton. Yeah, <laughs> and I I haven't played her too much in second edition, so it's a good excuse to play her. Yeah, I had a lot of people being like, why not Whisper? And I was just like, because I like Echo better. There's not (laughs) like that's I I also ran Rack Echo at Worlds one year and I got a lot of the why not Whisper? And I was like that, like Whisper is objectively the correct choice in first edition. I just like Echo better.
1: (laughs) Very true. Very true. Well, well, Doug, you're going to be innovating with a new list. I am most likely going to be back on my old bullshit with uh, 4X2Z. The four Cavern Angel Zealots and two Bandits with Thread Tracers. For some reason, and I'm not happy about this, Metal Wing lists it as XXZZXX. That's not that. its name. That doesn't follow any kind of smart I, convention. And that's why I love it. It's <laughs> what it and I love it. And uh, I'm only going to refer to it as 2X2Z2X from now on. Now, see, I wanted to replace two of the X-Wings with Hera so I could have Zaxx, who is one of my favorite Hulk villains. But alas, that's not a good list. Uh, what
2: if w- when you wrote it out, it was capital X, lowercase x, capital Z, capital Z, lowercase x, capital X? Like I'm some 2001
1: change... internet.
2: You yeah. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Would that change <laughs> yeah. anything? Maybe. No, still don't like only it. if
1: I can fit like Sephiroth 420 in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, but regardless of my name convention objections, it's still the extended list that I'm most familiar with right now. And going into an unknown meta is what I've got the most reps with. I also think it's still kind of solid flying into most of the field. It's got six ships that are reasonably agile that I can use to block. It hits like a truck. If someone wants to joust me, please joust me. <laughs> oh God, please joust me. Uh, and I think it's actually strong into some of the boogeymen. I have not had a chance to fly it against uh, the the Thai barons yet, but I. I think I've got some strategies for going against it. You you and... have
0: a blocking potential there.
1: Right. That's the, you know, the idea. Of when you block a tie advanced, they suddenly just hate life.
0: Just watch out that you don't trigger Disciplined and let them uh, barrel roll into their pockets.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the thing there is that the, the barrel roll that comes off of Disciplined is almost as good, if not better in some cases, than the target lock option. Uh, I really like that thing there. Uh, and if you've blocked them, they're not going to be stressed, so that's that's a thing I have to worry about. But I'll worry about that when it happens, you know, bomb that bridge when we come to it. Uh, my thing also is that something for Tabletop Simulator I found, since the latest update that made all of the uh, T-65 X-Wings the flappy foil versions, none of my old skin models work, so I've got to reskin my ships. So sometime this week I've got to do some digital painting for those. And with that, uh, Alex, what are you going to be running? Anything new? Um, No. I'm gonna All be right. Running. Join me on my bullshit.
0: I mean, <laughs> I could run the sixth form because I'm like, if I was worried about Vader, but I figure there's 12 of these tournaments. If I take my list, I enjoy flying more and run into Vader six times and lose, then I was ha- had an off day. So I'm going to fly the list that doesn't go to time every round. Um, yeah, I, I might do a little, look at a little bit of tweaking to see if I can get false transponder codes on Bosk, because that seems like a good way to say, hey, Vader, if you attack me, I'm going to get a target lock and then jam you.
1: Yeah. For those who are not aware, what is your... uh
3: current... yes, it's
0: Fenrau in the nude, um, also naked. You didn't, that... didn't need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They made that joke on Fly Better, but it was me who was naked on the Fly Better podcast joke.
1: <laughs> but... Ra- Fenrau's a ginger. No one's going to see that.
0: Um, so it's has around naked, and then it's Bosk with Sam Wessel Gamut Key Crew, which is the one that lets you spend two charges in the end phase to keep all your round token
1: <laughs> your reinforced and now you know that double reinforced works it's
0: almost never the right choice <laughs> <laughs> I guess Defender Vader it may well could be, because he's gonna get three <laughs> but uh
1: oh man, now I, want, now I want to see you on stream Joust Defender Vader with double reinforced Bosk
0: I, the thing is, I would take no reinforces and take the focus target lock and have the best chance of actually hitting Vader after the Fen 5 die, fingers crossed. Um, but, uh, so, Bosk with Wessel, Gamma Key Crew, and Greed O. And then, uh, Kanan Jarrus, who uh, is in the Hawk. His ability lets you spend his force to reduce the dice coming into a ship in his mobile arc. So he's really good for keeping Phantom Boss alive, and he's got protector Gleb, who is a two-point free coordinate, and the Moldy Crow title, and it's at one ninety-nine.
1: That's not bad at all. Like I said, I I really like that.
0: So I finished. I I finished really well with it at aces. So I'm like, why not give it another go? I was second in Swiss overall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a. So I'm like, why not ride the hot hand?
1: I thought about grabbing that and practicing it, but I picked up the Phoenix Cell pack instead of the Fugitives and Collaborators pack. And I—that's definitely a list I would need reps with, because uh, here's the thing: I fl- I fly Hawks all the time. I'm good with Hawks. I've flown quite a Bosk, and I'm comfortable with Bosk. Fang fighters, Fen especially, just scare me so much because. Oh, thanks, they- to Be honest. Like uh, my actual thing with
0: Fen is if Fens greens are good, I'm going to have a good tournament. And if Fenn's greens are bad, I'm going to have a bad tournament. This is how it goes with the Fen lists.
1: Right, and I don't roll good greens, so...
0: I really think the mastering Bosk is the key. Um, making sure that Bosk fires more than his once or twice. Um, mm-hmm. That's the difference between, like, a Bosk that's worth 71 points and a boss that isn't. But.
1: Very fair, very fair. So that is uh, what we're bringing to the table there. Uh so, Greg, you'll be watching us on stream for those of us who make it on stream and following along. Uh, no no favorites here, but who are you putting your money on with these three lists? Don't, um, don't take the
0: players into account at all. Yeah, that's true. Who is your favorite? Uh,
2: let's see. If they joust Matt, then Matt. If... Oh, geez. If you can... Let's see. I want to see Doug play his Imperial list because I love watching Doug play aces. True. Mm-hmm. But I think fan boss Kanan.
0: Oh.
2: Heart, I can't argue heart, with that actually, because, ironically, how weird I'm, is it to say that a scum list
1: that includes Protectorate Gleb is the most wholesome list?
3: He's already made the cut in an ace tournament with it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's not wholesome at all. It's List of Straight
0: Cancer, and it needs to be priced I out. disagree.
1: Yeah. I think it's it plays everything Zam. exactly as
0: it says on the card. Zam Wessel, Cancer. Gamma Key, Cancer. Kanan Jarrus,
1: Cancer. Clem, I, I think cancer. you are prote- protesting a bit too much. Those are all perfectly cromulent cards that do just what they say. Yeah, they're and... under as shit, though.
2: Wait, you know what? There's no generic spam in there.
0: Boo. So where's my swarms? Yeah,
2: so there's <laughs> that's the way to go. There's no generic spam. I
1: respect that. Doug has two ships, which is even farther <laughs>
0: from generic spam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just uh, I'm just a, a basic pumpkin spice latte ugg boot wearing Swarms aren't popular. You're no, uh, they're they're not, but uh, I am right generic here. spamming. That's yeah, uh, apparently that's against the 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 feel of the game right now, which I don't agree with. And there's a uh, uh currently that is of that opinion. So, eh, you know what? If, a lot of people
2: who are of that
1: if, if people if people are of that opinion, I got two words: joust me.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, I, I think you are really good at that be- list, Matt. And I want to see you do yeah. good. I hope you all do good. Thank I hope you. It'd be a little weird if not you not so, I hope you all do terribly <laughs> and the next time we get on this podcast. You have to say how bad you do. that that makes sense.
1: Well, okay. At least if we all tank, at least we're not road tripping for it. We were just talking about uh one of the the big road trips that we took uh back in the days when that was a thing to Adepticon. We took uh quite a bit of us went to Adepticon uh there and all of us except for doug and alex's roommate taylor absolutely just bombed out i mean i think i finished the highest at 117th and it was just we all showed up and forgot how to play x-wing completely awesome. and yeah half half had the time of our lives <laughs> F wasn't even pick lists until the trip up, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> we were
0: not prepared as a group for that Adepticon.
1: We absolutely were not. And then we did a whole league to prepare for that. And then all of us forgot everything we learned in the league. Yeah, I flew both of that Adepticon. So that tells you how
0: no clue I had for a list. I don't fly fire sprays.
1: No. And uh, that I believe actually, Adepticon is your worst finish of all time.
0: I mean, I went 0 2 drop. That's the first time I ever yeah, dropped out of a tournament.
1: I know. And that's funny because you you were coming just off the heels of winning Crossroads 3.
0: I mean, five five months later, but yeah,
1: yeah. Like I said, it was an entirely different meta.
0: Everything was different, um, and I didn't. I yeah, we, really...
1: we had just no, seen own. uh, what had just been released that uh, the
0: Republic and separatist faction right
1: had just been released, and they were only legal in the hyperspace qualifier. Correct. And so that was uh, that was interesting because uh, I, I played in that. Yeah, that that did real well, and uh, most of us went a couple rounds in that. That I was. Mean, just- I did, Jack. I boosted one time. Yeah,
3: we, we promised that we would just honorably go straight at each other. I, must, boosted
1: I boosted
0: towards
3: right you. A he boosted past one of my ships. Don't you towards lie. Towards the other one.
2: Like you know, you can't trust Alex, even if he <laughs> breaks around, shoots your R2-D2 in the back. I have betrayed Greg
0: harsher than i betrayed anybody before.
1: <laughs> before uh, true. True. But- with that, uh, we're looking forward to this uh, upcoming series. Like Doug said, there are going to be twelve tournaments through the year, uh, oh. wrapping up around October, November time frame, I believe. So it's yeah,
3: going to uh, finals in November.
1: Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. I don't think those finals are going to be any bigger because you're going to have. Uh, you know, the same number of people playing in each tournament. And I figure averages say we're going to probably see the bell curve stay the same where it is about as many people finishing in the aces bracket as the uh, recruit bracket. And then you've got your, your majority in the, uh, veteran. Is it the middle one? Yes.
3: Yeah. This is structured like the first one, not the, the aces. So this oh, is, this? The, this, is uh, this is galaxies again. So these oh, are all oh cool they're
1: not doing cool. the, uh, Oh, no. It's got to feel like a
0: regional season is what it's going to be. Wait, you
1: like. mean I actually have to make, like, a good cut to yep, qualify?
3: Top, top 32 qualifies you for the... Oh, okay. That's a little the better. Because
1: <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, I, I lucked into my 5-1 finish accidentally, and I was planning on doing that again. If sure, you were telling me, sure. like, wait, no, I have to keep fighting to make it in, that's... It. Okay, it's not like finish top 8 or anything. Like, I can do 32. So on that uh, motivational note there, uh, <laughs> do we have any shout-outs this week? I father, Bob. My about
0: how I beat to it. I claim uh-huh. he told you to stop talking to your friends last night. So.
3: Only after I told him to stop talking to my friends.
1: And then he continued to talk to his friends, because he's your daddy. <laughs> True. Bob came out and visited us two weeks ago. <laughs> it was nice. And uh, Doug, you got to go out and have some family photos taken with uh, Bob and some of the other family members the other week, didn't you?
3: Yeah, yeah. Most of us are vaccinated now, so we put together a photo sesh.
1: Also, this is the first time I had seen Doug without a mask in the uh, year there. And uh, Doug, when did, when did you get a beard?
3: Uh, during quarantine, about November, I think. <laughs> yeah. So we're in March, and yeah, it took about six months.
1: <laughs> that that is not something I expected. There. To be fair, I did a double
0: take when I saw your ponytail. The first time I came to the office at work, I saw you, but then had to run back the other direction. And I did a double take because I see your ponytail for the first time.
1: Yeah, that that's that's been the uh, the shock to everybody. I have gone full Dan Peterson and uh just decided to embrace the uh what are haircuts life.
0: I tried really hard to do that, but I uh got to the middle annoying part three times and cut my hair three times. <laughs>
1: I, I I am looking forward. My my barber shop is uh continually sending me like weekly reminders, going, treat yourself, come on out, and I'm like, oh, it's been 326 days since my last haircut, so. <laughs> uh Greg, you've taken the opportunity to uh, grow some facial hair during your paternity leave as well.
2: Yeah, I've never grown a beard before, and so I have a beard now, oh, cool. and I love it, and I have to <laughs> shave it tonight. Sad. Uh, yeah, when do you when do you go back uh, to work? I don't go back to work till June, but I have to go shoot guns with the army on Thursday.
1: Ah, so,
2: so I have to shave it. I'm so sad. Uh, Donna's sad. We're all sad.
1: You are you are keeping the uh, the chief stash, though, right?
2: Oh, 100. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, that that it is a forever piece
1: <laughs> because you were clean shaven when we first met you, and then like. Yeah. You had to go to AT, and you came back with the mustache, and we all immediately were just like, who, what, oh, my God, that's Greg. Oh, my God.
2: And I kept it for throughout the deployment, and then I shaved it again, and then I realized that I was missing my friend, and so (laughs) I grew it back, and now it is yeah i don't even i don't even like the way i look with a mustache you know? you, you look 16
1: insane. without the mustache yeah <laughs> like, like a lot
2: of people think mustaches are like weird but like a sick mustache like on me it's like perfect because right. i got you like, got, like a, that perfect I got a big big mustache head. we all envy yeah i got like a big head big face so like just put something right there in the middle it just works out yeah, so, you, yeah. you, you, go clean, have,
1: you go clean shaven and we all like, are like who is this large uh, tattooed child
2: <laughs> yes i don't like it it's terrible but yeah i'm gonna miss the beard but hopefully i'll get a chance to to grow it out again thursday until june okay. so it'll be good it'll be good yeah. maybe i'll get to see you guys with my beard i don't know i'm hoping to i get my next shot next week okay, my please. last one Oops. so I'm hoping to see you guys by the end of
1: May. Yeah, I got my Johnson and Johnson and did not get the uh the blood clot curse. Uh oh,
0: Doug and yeah. Alex, you both got
1: your double uh Modernas.
0: Yeah, we Moderned up hard. The uh, Moderna dose too is nothing to mess around with.
1: Oh God, it it put both you two on your ass, didn't it? it
0: did. Like not bad enough that I couldn't work, but I just like was felt awful the whole time and then ran a fever every night.
2: Yeah, see. i got the moderna too so we'll see how it treats uh, hydrate
0: you. hydrating really helps
2: mm-hmm. absolutely
1: well yeah on that note also our public service announcement if you guys have the opportunity to go get vaccinated which everybody in the u.s uh does now we encourage you to take it just to help all of us get out there and back into our regular rotation of in-person gaming across the table Sooner rather than later. Uh, things are looking up. Uh, to all of you who did get the vaccine already, thank you for doing your part and hope to see you across the table soon. With that, uh for Tashi Station Radio. I'm Matt.
3: I'm Doug. Alex.
2: I'm Greg. And we'll Greg. see you at Moncala. Shots. Shots, shots, shots. Shots, shots, shots. 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 A shots.
3: Chant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We need a new chant. Ray, trap, trap,
0: Ray, trap, trap. This is Moncala, you know. I don't it's a Trap. Duh. Trap. Stuff. Uh, Greg. wing
1: <laughs> Flat. Flat. <laughs> flat. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tashi Station Radio. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and subscribe. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. Follow us on our social media on Facebook at Tashi Station Radio and X Wing Podcast, on Twitter at Tashi Station XW. On Twitch at Tashi Station X-wing and on YouTube at Tashi Station X-wing. If you want to help us offset our hosting costs, you can go to codashify.com/tashi_station_x-wing and toss us a few credits to help keep the huts off our back. Stay safe, fly well, and we'll see you next episode.